See this penis, though. Yeah. There's your cold mm. open. <laughs> you know what is interesting? Like you've you've seen my dad's penis, mm-hmm. and your uh, stepdad has seen my penis. Circle of life, mate. Yeah. Trade off. I, I sent him in there. <laughs> when he walked in through, when he when he opened the toilet door, he recoiled so much <laughs> as if I was literally <laughs> bollock naked shitting on the floor. But I was sitting <laughs> on the toilet, and he opened the door, and he went, "Oh God, I saw!" Like he just jumped back. Um, <laughs> to be honest, it is so... probably quite a sight to walk in on you shitting. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I'm just sitting down with my trousers down, really. You know, that's the only difference between me sitting you... on the sofa. We mid convulsing grunts. Like, sounded like a running tap was on when he walked in. (laughs) The shower was going. (laughs) Okay, let's turn the shower off. (laughs) It was uh, it was before phones were were good though. So I was just sitting there staring at the door. No wonder he's fucking terrified. Yeah. <laughs> I froze in place. Because what did you do before you had a mobile phone when you went for a shit? Uh, did did really quick shit. Of... Yeah. Well, I did do because he... I don't think medically I can. So you used to read... <laughs> reading the label of the bleach bottle. You used to yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. Oh, this is very dangerous. Trying to find the longest word, that's what I used to do. That's fucking sad. All yours, Luke. Okay, give me a second just to get my feet sorted. Um, Where did my feet go? (laughs) No, no, my socks were falling down. Um, Right, hello and welcome to Tipsy's Laugh. My name's Luke, I shall be your host today. Today I am joined by Matt. Hello. Callum. Hello. And Liam. Hello. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so today we are going to be looking at the film Ready Player One. Uh, this film came out a few years ago. Um, I will read a brief kind of synopsis off IMDb because that's where I get most of my facts and information. <laughs> Um, So, in the year 2045, the real world is a harsh place. The only time Wade Watts, played by Ty Sheridan, feels alive is when he escapes to the Oasis. Um, In the Oasis, you can go anywhere, do anything, and be anyone. The only limits are your imagination. Um, The Oasis was created by the brilliant James Halliday, um, who left his immense fortune and total control of the Oasis to a winner of a three-part contest. Um, So... That's basically the synopsis of the story. Um, it's. I'm just going to go straight into it because I know you. I know two of you have a lot to say about this film. I don't know one of your opinions, but um, so Liam, I'm going to start with you. What did you mm. think of this film? Uh, not good. Not good <laughs> film. No, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like more than just the film. I don't like what it stands for. I don't like a lot of things about it. Um, And on paper, this film should be a bit of me. And it's not at all. And I'm I'm reasonably easy to impress. So, so yeah, not a fan. My first note is 
God, I hate this film. That's what I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll try. I'll try to not be too uh, just negative for the sake of it. But I think there are a lot of legitimate problems with this film. Yeah, it's, um, it's quite interesting to hear you say that because I also thought I should really, really enjoy this film, enjoying games and a bit the kind of sci-fi nerdy aspect of it. And it was, for me, a little bit of a swing and a miss. Um, Callum, what did you think of it? I think it is insulting to people's intelligence who <laughs> like these kind of things. It's just Steel, <laughs> Steven Spielberg jerking himself off, going... Look how special I am. An hour ago, fuck off. You've never played a video game in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I've wow. literally put masturbation in my notes. <laughs> it's, it's, um, oh, okay. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, I feel I understand what Cal thought of this film. Um, Matt? Um, I felt like this film was, this film reminded me of, um, of like water it was like you you can drink it and it it it, it satisfies you to a certain degree but in no life would you ever choose it in a lineup of drinks like it it, it's just it's just the most bland and but uh, in its defense i think some of the visual aspects are quite cool i thought some of the scenes visually were like well that was impressive but um, I won't be watching it again. And, yeah, I can understand why you'd find it deeply insulting. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it's made by... It's made by... I don't, know who, I don't know who Steven Spielberg is, but he's not a very good director, according to this film. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, um... <laughs> Yes, it is, uh, quite, I was quite shocked by it. Um, I think the fact that the best compliment the film has received in the opening little bit of this is It's Like Water um, speaks volumes of how this review might go. Um, That's so, too generous in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling water. Warm, sparkling water. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah, better. Good. Because yeah. water you actually yeah. you, you need, whereas sparkling water is just redundant. No one needs Obnoxious. that. Yeah. Just uh, offends the palate. Um, so I'll start with it. The film basically starts. It's Ty Sheridan plays Parzival, um, whose name straight away annoys me because it's like Percival <laughs> but just spelt badly. Um, he. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, so missing the point, but I don't mind. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a lot of Easter eggs and little bits in this film, but I just I, I had to start looking past them because it just you can feed me these bits and I'm not enjoying it. Um, so there's yeah. no point. Um, it kind of starts with him. He's um, as the synopsis says, he's a gentleman. I don't know how old he's meant to be. Young twenties, late teens, twelve, forty-seven. Doesn't say. Doesn't give us any clue. No. Um, <laughs> he lives he's with got his, one of those faces as well, hasn't he? Where he, he could be like twelve or forty-seven. Yeah. yeah, he lives with his auntie, who looks like it could be. She could be similar age or like not. I don't know. That, um, that could be his wife. Could be his wife. Who knows? Could, yeah. At one point, he says, "Oh, you killed my sister," and I was like. Sister, auntie, or something. That is, I'll go into that later. It's um, my mum's sister. My mum's sister. He does say mum's sister. Does yeah. he say mum's? Okay. What I heard was mum's sister. Instead of aunt, 
yeah. And I didn't... Spoilers, aunt slash wife dies. <laughs> I, I didn't know what kind of sexual relation he had with her. I was very confused. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it starts with him. Um, it kind of shows you where he lives, the stats, which, yet again, also upset me straight away. It's these tower blocks of kind of static caravans on top of each other. They aren't done uniformly, which I know it's probably, oh, look at this, it's awful to live here, it's a hardship. No, just pile them on top of each other, make one stairway a lot nicer and neater, better for you all. Um, And he (laughs) is basically escaping this reality where he doesn't have a job um, to go into this kind of the oasis, which is this world that has been created by Halliday. And it's, it's just, it's online gaming. It's online gaming, and he explains that anything you want, you can have, which sounds like chaos to me. There's no game designs. There's no kind of thought. It's just, you want to do that? Do it. And you just think, that's not how games work. That is not how gaming works. (laughs) If everyone could create this kind of utopia of what they wanted straight away in no set format, then it'd be absolute chaos. Um, And then... It progresses from there. You get introduced to characters, Artemis, um, who is played by Olivia Cook, um, who is someone else who is... Horribly group- deformed, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Our notes are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, she is another Gunter, which stands for Egg Hunter, because... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's... Uh, Look, I'll let you speak. I've got to get through this little first bit, and then I will let you <laughs> let you savage this. Um, if you had anything to do, listeners, by the way, with the creation of this film, just just turn off. Just turn off. I'm not saying Spielberg's listening. No, no listen. <laughs> the visual effects notes. Take notes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The visual know. effects team did a remarkable job with a not very thought out idea, uh, even though apparently it's in a book. But yeah, anyone else? No, no. I would. Yeah, I would agree. It's um, yeah. It's so he meets this Artemis, and they, you know, suddenly he goes back and looks at this video he's watched twenty thousand times, and all of a sudden, oh shit! It's all clicked into place. Isn't this amazing that I now know how to do it, even though I've watched that line a million times? Right. I'm going to stop talking, and I will just. How did you feel the opening was, uh, Liam? What did you think of that opening bit? Did you think it introduced it well or did you think it was an absolute mess and disgrace? No, it's bollocks. It's bollocks for the reason you were saying. You you, you bring up a good point. There are no rules in this gaming world. That doesn't work. We all play video games and they require rules. And even when they have rules, people exploit those rules to fuck other people over. That's just the way the video game community is sometimes. So the idea that you can kill anyone... There's a point later on in the film where two ships fly into a club, break the walls down, and just start murdering people. And I just thought, so hang on, so what, this is like a PvP area, is it, or something? Or like, there's that you can just kill anyone at any time? Uh, at which point I started to think, so why doesn't that all-powerful guy just walk around killing everyone all the time? Because he's got this long... It, it's bollocks. It's, it's complete bollocks because there are no rules, no restrictions. It's not the way a game works. I've said this before, and apologies for the people who have heard me go on this rant. Jumanji 
the remake of Jumanji <laughs> is a better video game film than this because it sets up clear rules of how the game works. Like every other game, they have free lives. They have certain powers and attributes that are good for them. This film does none of that, man. It doesn't. It doesn't offer up any rules to follow, and because of that, it goes off and does any old fucking nonsense it wants. I think that's the biggest issue with it. It's it's kind of like they've said, "Sky's the limit," and then they didn't actually know what story they wanted to tell. And in the beginning, it does just that. Like when it shows you the uh, Doom World or whatever it is, yeah. Planet Doom. Yeah. Planet Doom. Um. And everyone is just fighting. But then also, when you die, you lose all of your stuff. So that <laughs> yeah. means all of the main characters haven't died in a not, very not, long time. Not every time they die. It's specific events and areas. They oh. say oh, right. specifically okay. about Planet Doom, that's a hard, it's a hardcore game world. Oh, oh so is I that, thought you is that lost why... everything straight away. Yeah, that's, that's why, why the, the end finale okay. is on... Planet Doom. Planet oh. Doom. So okay. So it did say a roll up and I didn't pay attention. Yeah. Fair enough. My notes Fair here enough. say it's ridiculous that you can't die without losing anything. I'd never play the game because I'd be too <laughs> yeah. terrified to ever go on. Exactly, yeah. 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 So but, yeah, but, that's but fair. back to so so that race, that race that comes up. And the 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 race basically he does the race and if he wins the race, he gets the first Easter egg. First of all, an Easter egg isn't a literal fucking egg. An Easter egg is a little, like, inside joke, a little discovery, a little detail It's not from in game. video games. No, no, it's, it, it's in films as well. But obviously it's quite popular in video games. They do Easter eggs. But it's a little detail that kind of is a bit meta, maybe observes something outside of the video game at that point. In this film, they're literal fucking golden eggs. Um, and the way he figures out how to win this race is he has to go backwards. Nobody's managed to finish the race because everyone just goes for it and tries their best. By the way, that race, when they first do it, is probably the most interesting scene in the film. It, I've, I thought it was a reasonably good bit of action. It is one of those where it's like the heroes win, not because of skill, but because of luck. So why do I give a shit about them? Um, <laughs> but... It is it's quite a cool cool scene to watch, the race with all the stuff coming up and all the destruction. Um but yeah, so he discovers going backwards means he'll he'll win. Well, anybody who's ever played fucking Grand Theft Auto knows that people drive backwards on these races for shits and giggles. We've all done it ourselves. You find yourself a little far behind on a race, fuck it, I'm gonna go the other way and knock them off as they come. Straight so away. the idea that nobody's Managed to even just do it five accidentally. years. Took yeah. it five years. It took five <laughs> years for someone to reverse at the at the start line rather than go forward. That's the type of reason I would agree with Callum and say it's insulting. It insults people's intelligence, and it's clearly written or directed. I don't know what I think it's Ernest Klein. Is that the author of the book? Yeah, Ernest so Klein and Zach Penn are the. Um... Screen. Yeah, who, who, if, if they, I mean, the book might be vastly better, so I don't want to talk about the book too much, but it seems they're a massive fan of pop culture up to 1995, and then the rest of it is shit and not worth mentioning. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just like, 
this is not how games work. You don't understand the people you're you're marketing your film to. So yeah, <laughs> don't like the opening. <laughs> that, was the, that, was the, that was the question you asked. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, also, would you would you classify the opening as where the title card is? Because it's about twenty minutes of the fucking film, which is not where a title card should be. That's ridiculous. I can't even remember. When does it come I in? I could it's not remember when it comes in, if I'm honest. It does the I world think building, it's... doesn't it? It, 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 it yeah. tends to do that world building. It does like the montage of, this is the world we live in, and so don't, don't do that because that's bad. And yes. Yeah, but it's... that was my thing. If you give people free reign to do anything they want or can imagine in like a online place, they're going to dream up some fucked up things. And it's all this, it comes back to this utopia of, oh, you can be what you want to be. This is a place to escape. And, you know, online gaming, you used to sit back in like modern warfare lobbies and have your personality, your family stripped apart by 12 year olds (laughs) insulting you and absolutely going to town on you. And you just think, yeah, Yeah. if that would, that's what it would be. If it was, if it was realistic, TJ Miller's character would be a neo-Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that is what you would do. <laughs> that's a statement. There's your, there's your tagline for a podcast. <laughs> TJ Miller's character would be a neo-Nazi. Okay. Bring think, a bit I, of spice to the film. I think what, I think what this Spielberg fella did, uh, or accidentally mistook, is the concept that the internet is online gaming. Because essentially what it is, 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 is they, they just go, this is an amazing world where you can do whatever you want to do, but it's not real world and it's the imaginary world, which is the internet. Um, and I didn't realize that actually internet gaming isn't just the internet. You can't just do that. Um, this game fails to do what Wreck-It Ralph 2 does oh. in, in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That was one of my notes. Because it is, it is literally just that is like well, let's just try and export what the internet is as this giant physical form, and this 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 film tries to do exactly the same thing. But as he said, like there there are no rules, there are no concepts. Essentially, you're living a different life, but it's only a game. You, you can you can log off whenever you want to, but actually, you know, all your financial assets are tied into said game. <laughs> so actually, when this life ends, and also you only want to live in this life because reality is dire which i kind of yeah. get that's a clever little yeah the like well the world's shit and it's much better when you're online having fun but yeah it's he, why is it shit why is the world shit because that's a bit of the, information uh, the i did wars of yeah. 2077 which i imagine <laughs> the gaming didn't help with no yeah so, yeah so <laughs> where, like, where, 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 did they just choose a random word like yeah. who's having wars oh, over the internet pick yeah. a computer word and we'll use that and uh we'll, we'll go with that that's good <laughs> yeah. they just got a dartboard yeah i would i completely agree with all the points you've made it just it doesn't kind of formulate any set of particular rules or kind of not even the world for the real world. No, that's it. It's he. He doesn't. The, they don't the build on what stupid. he does. Yeah. The stacks make no sense. Like if that's the first thing you're shown of reality, no one would build that because that is not sensible way to build anything. Yeah, thank the you. way to build cheap housing, we already do it, and it's apartment blocks, it's tower blocks. 
You would yeah. not get those fucking caravans stacked on top of each other. It's stupid. It is stupid. It was just the non... F- the, the, there weren't f- any formations to them. They were kind of just at angles just to be quirky and make it look more like a slum. And you just I think, mean, like, a, a great stairs. depiction. Yeah, yeah. A great depiction of future living where we're all just on top of each other. Dread. Those those big massive tower blocks. Yeah. That are what do they call them? Mega blocks. That's a that's an interesting idea of how future living might yeah, look. Yeah, because they have basically it's whole a, cities in a whole exactly tower block. whole 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 towns in a tower block because the population's so much. Whereas this, oh well, they're poor, so they live in like a caravan site, but it's taller, and that's that's where they stop thinking about it. Don't forget, it's dusty as well. Dusty. The whole world's dusty. Mm. Well, there's the there's world's no there's on. no saturation in the real world apparently. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I thought is this film black and white? <laughs> start black and white. I think what happened, I think one of the biggest things it fell to is that I imagine the story and again I haven't read the book but I imagine the story plays itself really nicely to a mature audience. If you did explore why the world's a shithole and you did explore why people are so miserable they have to live their they have to live their lives in line. But then, but then, whatever studio made this, Fox or, or or Universal or whoever makes it, said, "Oh, we'll bring in Spielberg and we'll just make it for all those kids that play Minecraft." Like, there's a there's a huge market there. We'll just do that. And and whoever was the whoever the author was, was like, right, okay, so we can't put in the the interesting bit why the world is dying and and yeah. and, and why people yeah. are, people I felt it was watered down quite. Out. Quite a yeah, lot this, for this audience. It was this is the mad thing to me though. So, sorry, sorry, Luke, you carry on. No, so I was just saying. I just I felt like it was quite watered down. There's one point where someone, I think, says "fuck," and I was like, "Oh Christ!" Like that's taken I, me by surprise because yeah, I have this, a big point to raise on that. Yeah, this film is largely for me. It was like a PG and only like reading on some of the background on the book and stuff like that. I was like, it's actually quite. It's a lot more gritty, this film, and the, the topics they cover in it seem to have this kind of heaviness to them, this kind of... There's some dark issues that they cover in this film, yet it's... Like the slavery they never really talk about. Yeah. Yeah, sla- the slavery. Assassinations, yeah. slavery, there is so much, and it's just given this kind of PG or 12A kind of gloss over it, and you just think, well, there's just not any... There's not any kind yeah. of real threat or anything like that, and you just... Yeah. It just failed to kind of grab me and keep my attention on that. And I just thought this all, it just seems like, oh, yeah, it's like a Disney movie almost in terms of there isn't much peril. Or threat. <laughs> Although Disney movies, I don't know what I'm saying, some of them harrowing. Um, so, it's, yeah, um, it's a, it's watch Lion yeah, King, don't watch this. It's a Disney, yeah. it's a Disney movie with sex suits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so oh, it's just so weird. Like, like you say, it's, it's like it's marketed towards children. But all the references, I, I mean, like, yeah. the, the, the thing that annoys me as well, this is, this is near future. Did you say 2025? 2017, no, no. Eight, isn't it? No, it's 2045. 2045, right? So what that means is that all these people in 2045 are making references that are too dated for me, and I was born in 92. That <laughs> corpo guy is our age. And he's treated like this big, oh, you're a corporate wanker. You don't understand what the kid's like. All right, what are the kids like? Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? Yeah. What? 
Like, Duran, I Duran. understand that reference. Yeah, yeah, Duran Duran. <laughs> I understand the reference because I, I live in the world, but it was before my time. And yeah. I don't, Iron Giant was the most exciting thing I saw in the whole fucking film. Maybe the Gundam. The Gundam was pretty cool. I like a Gundam. But the rest of it, I, I'm too old to understand some of the references. And the fact that this is 40, well, 20 now, Jesus, 20 years in the future. And Corpo guy is treated that way. Yeah, it's just bollocks. To, to be fair, sense. to be fair to the film, I I have three notes, and one of them is it's true. Duran Duran are sick. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'll I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, have Duran Duran. Who doesn't love Duran Duran? Clearly, yeah, my first pick. Oh, it always be my first pick. No, but but if it if it plays, I, I like it. As with Back to the Future, as with Iron Giant. Um, Master Chief's in there. That's probably the most modern reference they make. Uh, All the references, all the nostalgia in it, I was like, yes, I also like some of these franchises. And it's just member berries. All it is is member (laughs) berries all the way through. uh, And and that's fine when it's adding to something, you know, like when, when the content, the tribute to all this past content builds something new. But it doesn't do that here. It's it's the same old bollock story of hero is better than everyone else by pure chance, <laughs> and we'll get a shag and all the money in the end. It's, yeah, sometimes I, just... I feel like the eighties um, as such a favorite nostalgia trip is almost forced on us. I don't think people actually like the eighties as much as media tells us that yeah. that people do. I think it is people like Spielberg or people like, uh, is it the Doofer brothers for Stranger Things or whatever? Doofer, yeah. These these very select people (coughs) who do love the 80s and just keep throwing it back in our face because it's very easy to market compared to, say, the 70s or the 90s. And I'm fucking sick of it. (laughs) I don't give a shit about the 80s. It would have been a horrible time to be alive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's that's it. It's, it's thrown us. I mean, for me, it threw me back to a time that I wasn't alive in. So, although I've seen these films and I've seen a lot of kind of, I know the popular culture references that it brought up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's that person, that's that person. You know, there was Freddy Krueger or Jason or some horror person. A lot of the films I haven't seen, and is that my kind of ignorance into cinema? Uh, probably. But it also, <laughs> it just, I was you like, yeah, plenty. okay, that's cool. You, you, yeah, they're in the wrong here. Don't, but, don't blame yourself yeah, for not understanding there. I just didn't know the reason. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. You're name yeah, dropping what's the reason? people. You're name yeah, dropping that's people it. for no reason going, oh, look, that person got shot. Oh, cool. So someone's basically put a skin on of someone um, from a film in the 80s. You can fucking do yeah. that now. That's not yeah, exciting. That, that's not that's, amazing. Yeah, that's the problem with uh, Moraday or whatever his name is. That he's obsessed with popular culture. Halliday, yeah. And Halliday, and the film makes it seem like, yeah, you should be into all this pop culture and you should know all this useless, I mean, at the end of the day, it's useless information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a fair amount of it, but it's not going to get me a job or, you know, money or whatever. It is useless information, but then... The end of the film is kind of like, oh, we should be in reality more. But also, you should be a weird loser 
as well. well I, I don't get it. There's, I have so much to say about the ending. Pisses me off. So yeah, I will come back to that. Just, just, just quickly the the F word. So what? It's a it's a twelve A or something, isn't it? Which means you get uh, one one F word. I think twelve A. Yeah. So yeah, twelve A. Yeah. So I, I've always noticed this with films. I, I quite enjoy how they use their one F word. It's quite an interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. And um, and in this, it's it's in a it's in a little sequence where they are being thrown famous weapons from video games. Mm-hmm. And so he gets thrown something at first. I think it's the missile launcher from Halo. Yeah. Um, and then he gets thrown a rail gun. Um, and then he gets thrown Chucky. Yeah. yeah. Version of Chucky the doll from the film, yeah. whatever it's called. Um, Child's Play. Ch- Child's Play. Um and I've I've also written a note here. More reference to eighties movies than video games. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So at this point, and then and then the person he froze Chucky at goes, "It's fucking Chucky." <laughs> I thought. I honestly, I remember seeing. You don't know so, who this is, you fucking idiot. Yeah, it's fucking I, Chucky, you yeah, moron. Yeah. I remember <laughs> sitting in the cinema. I don't know if I saw it with one of you guys, and I I did I, not see it with you. I was so pissed off because I was like, yeah. "BFG, use the BFG, yeah, BFG. from from Quake or, or we Real saw Tournament. it with we saw it with Dad, and yeah. um, he's he he even went yeah BFG, and he's you know the type of person that is old enough to get all these references, and our dad is almost the key person to watch this film. Old enough, grew up with video games, stuck with them, like he knows the Doom reference for BFG. If you're gonna have a Doom planet and then yeah. not use the BFG, just <laughs> yeah, fucking so ridiculous. Exactly. Like all all the pieces seem to fall in place. And I thought, what a brilliant joke. Someone throws them, here you go, BFG, and maybe the girl goes, BFG, what does that mean? And he says, Big fucking gun. Because that was always the joke. And it's it's a joke as old as first person shooters are. And that would just been such an easy way to be like, hey, video game community. We do understand. We did play those games. Yeah. But instead they go, it's fucking Chucky, that doll from that film in the 80s that came out <laughs> at this point 70 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Some of your parents probably on their grandparents probably aren't alive to teach them that reference in these gaming communities yeah. because yeah. the bandwidth wards happened, so that probably killed off most people. Um, killed off all the old Or people, killed no yeah. one. Who knows? <laughs> You know, it might have been young people for some reason. I don't know. Might, might have been no two one. people. It might have been a yeah. horrible war that was just well, all killed, words. He killed his parents. That's why he said his parents died. Oh, shit. They might have just died in that time, though. He doesn't say. I yeah. don't. I mean, I didn't hear that. I, I think he says they didn't make it through the bandwidth wars. Could okay. be wrong. But then he <laughs> forgets to mention. Forgets to mention that they were. In a car accident. Yeah, yeah. That had nothing to do with the wars. <laughs> they were just really old. <laughs> um, yeah, they were really old. <laughs> right, so we'll move on to a further part of this film because um, all that criticism is only of the maybe first 20, 25 minutes of the film so far. Well, um, I'm criticising I'm criticizing the final fight as well. In, in, in the, they do do a cool movie bit, which is The Shining. Like, like yes. that's cool. So like the way they, the way they no, yeah, no, it looks cool. It looks cool. It's, it's it interesting cool. to it's interesting recreated. to yeah, yeah, yeah to that they recreated the hotel. It. Yeah. yeah, the way that they do it frame like they they they, they do the frame rebuilds like it would it looks cool. 
yeah, there's no point in it. Again, like, why are they in a film again when it's it's about computer games? But, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, then it and then it literally gets to a point where they're like, okay, so we're in The Shining. What What's the Easter egg? And they go, The Shining was a distraction. It's not the Easter egg. We just need to dance with that woman. And it's like, all oh, right, so, okay. Yeah. What's all this whole set piece in the fucking Hotel of the Shining been for? Yeah. That's where they find the second... Culture. That is where they find the second Easter egg, isn't it? So, obviously, Parseval has found the first one and told um, Artemis, who he's known for a good three minutes at this point, um, and fallen deeply madly in love with because, of course, an internet nerd who is male has to fall in love with the first woman that shows him any sign of affection. Um, yeah. That's accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, well done, well done, Ty, Sher- Ty Sheridan should be about sixty pounds heavier, but other yeah. than that, <laughs> and um, Artemis should also be a man living in his mum's basement. <laughs> yeah. um, they hint at. Yeah. They do hint at. <laughs> yeah, they do make that joke. Um, but they obviously they then go to, as you said, the Shining, the film, basically, um, and you think, oh, the Easter egg's going to be in this. It's all to do with that. Um, reading notes on it, they didn't want to use The Shining to start with. They wanted to use Blade Runner, but because Blade Runner was having a new film out, 2041, is it? Blade Runner 2041 yeah. or whatever it is. Which is quite a good film. 2077. 2077. I don't know, actually. 2047. Is it? 2047. Um, yeah, so they yeah. were bringing that out, so Blade Runner said, no, we don't want you to... They had too much respect for their franchise. They did. Um, very good decision. Um, I just want to point out, we are slating this film. However, um, there was a little note that I saw that said, um, in Japan, this is the best ever selling Warner Brothers film. Well, yeah, of course it is. So, Steven, Steven Spielberg film. It's, so, yeah. it's, sold, it's sold very well. I mean, yeah. I went to see it in fucking cinemas. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> so, I'm not surprised. I did not. I um, I avoided it for quite a while because I thought it was a completely different film, uh, which was to do with a battleship with Harrison Ford on, which I think is called Battleship. Um, so no, probably should have re- Ender's, Ender's <laughs> Game. Oh, Ender's sure. Game. Yeah, yeah. Ender's Game is what has. Yeah, Battleship is Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Liam Neeson maybe. Yeah. Um, and one of so the, I, one of the I stayed away from it. Because I thought it'd be terrible, and then I watched it, and um, it wasn't the film I thought it was, but um, still didn't leave me with a good taste in my mouth. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously they get the second key from the the Shining, um, the room dancing. Yeah. So, so, but just one thing about the Shining: why would you make such a big thing about a different form of media in your media? I find it bizarre. I've never seen The Shining. I would love to watch it. Just never happened. I've but not either. They are the type of characters, you know, they're so into their pop culture that they would fucking blast you for spoiling something. And then this film <laughs> just has the biggest fucking spoilers in the world. All and you're like, films. go fuck all, off. Yeah. It, it has like, all of the best moments of The Shining in the space of about 80 seconds. <laughs> It's like... the, the Shining is a slow film. It yeah. really earns those moments of like it's yeah. not it's not particular like it's scary, but it's not it's not scary in the way they depict it. Yeah, it's a psychological um, it's psychological thriller. Psychological thriller. It's yeah. not horror. So, it's not horror. So they yeah, yeah, they really seem to depict it as like a horror film 
which it isn't really. Um, well, I suppose it's it's when it came out as well, isn't it? It's considerably yeah. scarier when it came out than I it was. All these pop culture references, you know, in anything really is kind of a clutch. But to literally take plot from another film to fill out your film, you have not wrote a good film if you need to do that. It's, it's, it's terrible. You yeah. also did, they also didn't need to fill it out because it's already fuck off long. <laughs> oh it's my two God. hours, 20 minutes. <laughs> so yeah. I started yeah. watching this yesterday, uh, watched an hour and a half of it, <laughs> and just took a break. It, um, I had to take a break till today to finish it this morning. Um, yeah. Because yeah. at that Fair point enough. this morning, I just gave up writing notes because it looked like some sort of ramblings of someone that was going to go on a shooting rampage. There was just that many hate-filled pages. <laughs> yes. I just thought, if the police find this, and I go missing, like they're just going to think, oh, yeah, he's, he's gone mental. Um, it was, yeah, it is a long film. And they seem to... I don't know. It's just more kind of, they just cram everything they can in. There is no real care for quality. And it just thinks, oh, if we, if we just smash all these popular references together, all these different bits of pop culture from the eighties, most of it film, like you say, a few games that, um, you know, I enjoyed the game bits. I thought it was quite interesting when they talked about the games and then that, that, that stopped because, you know, they didn't have that much understanding of, what the games were or how you played them and yeah, yeah I mean they can only total, be surface level yeah total gameplay in this film about video games is the race and the fight at the end no the rest of the time they're just walking around I know it's in the game yeah but well oh, she jumps and does the skeleton dance yeah. as well it's um. I'd like to yeah. kind of throw it back to the real world part of this because to me it feels like two completely different films almost um, until they link it kind of together loosely at the end. Um, I don't mind Ty Sheridan. I think he's a very good actor. Um, Olivia Cook, I hadn't seen her in anything before. Um, you know, I think she's she was okay in this. Um, I enjoyed the real world kind of aspects of this a little bit more sometimes because I felt there was not depth to their characters but there was a little bit more than their kind of CGI counterparts like Parsifal um when he oh, they swag- look different <laughs> they do look different I'll give you no um when he <laughs> swaggers on at the start and it's such a contrast from his real world personality and I know that's probably it trying to go oh, look, you can pretend to be anyone. You know, I'm yeah. this normal guy, and it's like, oh, here comes Parsifal. He's swaggering, his shoulders are swinging. I was just like, oh, it just feels so... There's no yeah, depth you, to it. You, There's nothing... you can be anyone, but look pretty much the same, yeah. is, is what they go for mostly, which is super annoying as well. Except for the one who is clearly a woman from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my best friend. He... Really <laughs> likes to build things in his workshop. He's a right good guy, he is. <laughs> Never met him. Not a black woman. I promise you. <laughs> I'm certain of it. It is a man. <laughs> you can you can tell by the heavily augmented voice. <laughs> <laughs> and his grey alien avatar. Clearly a man. <laughs> Lovely. Although the two the two uh, the two Asian guys were 
Asian guys of real life, so it dropped that very quickly, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. These two samurai, the samurai and a ninja, and who shows up in real life? Oh, it's two Asian guys, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we did what, it with one that's person. Unfortunately, what I was expecting. Uh, yeah. so. you, can, you can be anyone in anything. It's just up to your imagination, unless you're Asian. <laughs> and you're locked in to Samurai or Ninja class. That's it. That's always available. Stick, stick to your culture. <laughs> right. So the bit I was about to say is um, it's the real world bit. Um in the stacks, his aunt lives there with her abusive lover. Could be uncle, could be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, they don't really flesh it out. She just lives with a man that's angry. Um, his brother, so- isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's Ty, Ty showed his brother. <laughs> yeah. no, that, that's, that, that, that's Parcival's child. he's only only 12 he's just built big Um, so I've not really mentioned there is kind of a a rival company Um, they're the second kind of company to the Oasis and they're called IOI and it's run by a guy called Sorrento um, played by Ben Mendelssohn Sohn? I don't know how to say Ben Mendelssohn it's um, I don't really understand their company to begin with. Um, I think um, so. My understanding, I'm probably completely off the mark and completely wrong, is that they want to create, they want to take over the Oasis and then basically loot box it up. They want to sell it off, make sure people pay money to them to play in the Oasis. They also seem to lend cash out to people so people can play in the Oasis with coins um, that they've borrowed off this company. But then when they lose their coins and don't have the money, they then have to work in slave pods, basically. Um, but, you know, it's all kind of VR slave pods. <laughs> so they're doing their slave work back in the VR place and they're not actually adding anything to the company. Um, so basically... Um, what happens is, I. You're right. That is stupid. I agree. <laughs> I, I just hearing, uh, hearing you say it all out loud. That's really fucking stupid. I just. Right? I was watching right. it and I was like, "Am I missing massive parts of what they're meant to be doing, or am I, is it just no. such a bullshit business idea that? Yeah. Oh, we've built a massive, massive business." Yet it all relies on us owning another business that we don't know how to own and we can't. We'll employ thousands and thousands of people who clearly are all idiots um, and can only do what they're told to do. And they're called Sixers and they drive, they compete to get all their eggs, uh, which they never manage to do. At no point does any of the Sixers manage to get an egg. I felt a little bad for the guy who completed the game at the end. I, I was kind of like, he's been very focused on winning this little arcade game to get this Easter egg. I kind of think he deserves it over Ty Sheridan because <laughs> he's put the most gameplay time in of every character in the film. So, yeah. so what, the, thing that, the thing that really makes me laugh about this company is that we, we've established that, 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 that everyone lives in this awful, awful world, but nobody really seems to want to do anything about the fact that the world is awful. 
And then this company comes along, they're like, we want to we want to be in charge because then we can monetize the Oasis. And the only reference they make at monetizing it is that they're going to sell off percentages of the screen for advertising, in which everyone gets hugely enraged. And they're like, let's burn down this company. <laughs> but the, where's that anger and where's that energy to the fact that they're living in slums? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like... Like, like, isn't the Oasis already completely enslaving them to to, to this 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 crazy life? Like, it's 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 got them completely trapped. And and where's all the money going to there? I, I think I think the thing the thing that the thing that this company makes, I think they make the suits, they make the things that you can control inside of it. Yeah. But but but, but it never yeah. but it never it never broaches the fact that you buy all these things in game, all these in game things. Like he goes and spends two thousand pounds on the holy hand grenade or something stupid like that. And you're just like, well, where does that money go to? Because 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 clearly it can't be this company because this company that like they 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 don't have the power to do that yet. So it all goes to yeah. the Oasis. Who? So what does that mean? It's all going to Simon Pegg? Like <laughs> like who? Well, it's go it's going into I assume some kind of bank account for the winner of the egg to eventually get. What? But, it doesn't well, make sense. Actually, no, no, because sense, if they but... if they buy a suit that IOI sell yeah. in game, yeah. then that currency has to go to IOI, which yeah. means that yeah. they can already sell stuff in game, which means yeah. they yeah. already have in game purchases. Yeah. Which means what are they trying to the get whole, control? They, the... the whole film shouldn't happen. Yeah. The whole it's, thing doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. it's about it's about selling data, isn't it? Really. He They're he mentions when so yeah he he mentions when he was um in the when he was the oh the coffee guy the coffee guy he talks about doing like a gold service and a platinum service Tears, and stuff yeah. yeah yeah it's shit which you know this film is shit <laughs> so you know the more you talk about so I've watched this twice the first time. I was quite surprised you had such strong opinions of this film. I was like, I watched it. I didn't mind it. You know, it was a lot of very kind of passive watching. You didn't really have to think much. It spoon feeds you to the point where it's painful. But I didn't mind that, um, which, yet again, I think probably speaks a slight bit about my personality. Um, but then I watched it this second time and, oh, my Christ, it was it was torturous. Um, yeah. and. This bit where, so they they're in the real world and in so Parsifal and Artemis are in this floating dance floor, which looked very fun. I'm going to say that now. I zero g dancing for me. I think could be the way forward. Um, however, they're in this kind of dance floor, and he tells Artemis his real name in the real world because you know he loves her and he's dropped that bomb after. I don't know what part of this film it is, but he's it's gone this, all out. It's their yeah, second meeting. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, fair play to him. Um, heart on his sleeve stuff. But um, <laughs> obviously then, as Liam has talked about, these things come crashing through the wall. Everyone starts getting shot up in this nightclub. Um, and then, I mean, it makes no sense. Then they jump out of the virtual world and he's running. To, he gets a phone call or something and he's running towards where his sister, wife, mother lives and he's trying and his to... brother. And his brother. And his brother. <laughs> his brother Uncleson. Um... His brother Uncleson. <laughs> ben Mendelson. <laughs> and um, the IOI, um, Sorrento, has organised this woman who... I, I can't tell you her name. I can't remember her name. Finale. Um, 
Oh yeah, Finale Zandor, played by Hannah John Carmen. Um, she, they, these drones plant explosives all over this stack and they blow it up, killing everyone in the stack. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's which is seems ridiculous, and that's it. There's no kind of retribution for this. There is no consequence. The stack blows up, <laughs> it crumbles down. Quite a few people, I imagine, are dead. And then um, the film continues. There's no investigation. There's no police presence. There's nothing. There is. Yeah. There's nothing on like the kind of news to say. Oh, this is an awful tragedy. It's basically. Oh, we're a big company, which you know is probably not too far off from the truth, unfortunately, in this world. But it's just the way that they blow it up, and then it's like, yeah, let's just continue. That's that's a part of the story. We've given him some real reason to hate this company now. You know, oh, hasn't he got such a deep backstory and loathing? Just like Olivia Cook, who plays Artemis, she's got that one. She lost one of her parents to a slave pod thing. Yeah. I just thought it was just toothless. Yeah, it's weird that the um, uh, film has no repercussions, but, I mean, it almost seems like that's the world for for the entirety of the film that corporations have taken over and governments don't really do anything anymore because um, you don't see a single yeah police officer for this entire thing until the end of the film uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until don't. until don't. they come in and don't do anything because no. it's already over so like oh, what kind of dystopia are you trying to portray? Because if you went down the corpo way, you know, they're the second biggest corporation in America, the IOA or whatever. And they want to be first by taking over Oasis, blah, blah, blah. So it would seem that, yeah, the corporations have taken over the world. You should have leaned into that. That's what it should have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but, then, but then how can you market that to kids who want to play Minecraft? They don't even show Minecraft apart from the starting screen. Yeah, they do at the start. They do at the start. Minecraft world, quick, done. That's all we can afford. <laughs> <laughs> We've rinsed our resources. <laughs> let's, let, let's find cheap franchises like The, like the Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, put Lego Batman on the side of a cliff. <laughs> um, Sorry, Callum. Um, the rating I don't really understand. How is it a 12A, but then it has to spoon feed you such simple information like what an Easter egg is? It yeah. literally tells you the definition. Well, it shows you what an Easter surely egg is. Surely, your Easter audience, you, you know, they would know what an Easter egg is. Um, but then it spoon feeds it like it's talking to a fucking four-year-old. So I have no idea what this film wants to be. Yeah, there, I there didn't is, understand where there is it one was scene, aimed. Yeah, one scene where it is particularly treating its audience like just a bunch of thickos. Um, and it's when they hack into Ben Mendelssohn's rig and they show up with guns. Oh, my God. And one of them then walks out to the uh, the studio, the workshop, that the um, big grey man slash woman. Sorry, let me tell uh, you the name. Uh, H, it's, it looks like it's pronounced, but... I don't know if that's right. H, yeah, yeah. Played I like think that's because H, literally H, but on the subtitles it spell it A E C H. Yeah. Um but um Edgy. yeah, and, and he walks out of the 
place that is meant to look like his office, so he thinks he's in the real world. And he goes into the studio, and he leaves the fucking door open, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> but as soon as he did, I was like, fucking idiot. And then they stand there and explain the hacking of this oh, rig in such detail that I thought, I understand. I knew the second <laughs> it was happening, what was happening. I understand you've got to give them a bit of information for the general viewer, but that was extensive. It was fucking ridiculous. And then Ben Mendelssohn luckily looks at a bit of mirror built into the chair, which reflects the fact that they're in a workshop as if they're not in a digital space that they could make look like whatever the fuck they want. And he goes, hang on a minute, I'm not really here. And the guy with the gun goes, guys! (laughs) (laughs) There's no print. He doesn't try and sell it at all. He just goes, well, you've rumbled me, sir. No, it's just like, guys, we've got a problem. Then Ben Mendelsohn takes his helmet off so slowly as if he might die. And then he's in the real world. Don't, don't forget the fact that he's got his password the whole time still taped yeah. to his chair. I'm not being funny. If you've got that much money, <laughs> if you are head of a massive corporation, either have fingerprint login, yeah, eye yeah, sensors, yeah. something, maybe just have it automatically logs in for you. You know, remember my password. Stop having to put your password on a post-it note on the side of a chair that just so happens everyone's going it's to be able to see. It's another fucking 80s cliche that doesn't make any yeah. sense. His because... character is not that dumb. He'd be yeah, able no. to remember Bossman69. I'd yeah. fucking remember it. Yeah. It's right. a good password. He chose it's it. A good he password. honestly it's chose good. it. It's a good password. I, honestly, I think Ben Mendelsohn's the most likable character in this fucking film. And and, and once again... Best performance this, for me. This guy needs... Yeah, this guy needs a sticky note to remember his password. He's our age. We do not, like, work under the idea that passwords... Like, we look after our passwords. Do you know what I mean? We're not fucking stupid with them because we've grown up in an environment where we have to think about that type of shit. Everyone in this world living has to think about this shit. Oh, I, um, yeah. Oh, I, 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 uh. <laughs> um, so. And we haven't even got uh, to the ending. <laughs> no, we're not even got to the ending yet. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to get to the ending. Um, get to the ending. Okay. Okay. So, you know, they found the second egg which is a key from the, I forgot his name, um, the, you know, Gandalf kind of looking guy. Faraday. Anorak? Yeah. Anorak or something he's called. Yeah. He's Avatar. Looks like a, Avatar. Looks yeah. like a wet Gandalf fisherman hybrid. Um, he's, <laughs> so Yes. Yeah. That's just in my head, that's what he looked like. Um, so they, yeah. they've got that, and then all of a sudden, um, IOI have found the clue and know where the third key might be. Um, and it's on planet doom, which, you know, you've already spoken about. It's a high, which I didn't realize that Carl said it's a high level area where you do, if you die, you die. Um, no going back. Um, at this point, Olivia cook, Artemis, sorry, she's been captured by, um, IOI and she's now in a slave pod. Um, and she, in this part where they've kind of broken into Sorrento's chair or whatever, where they're trying to get him to think they're there, 
they managed to break her out by giving her some very simple instructions, which is <laughs> reach up, squeeze a button, pull a lever, you're free. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for that. God, I can't believe no one's managed to crack that before. Isn't she such a amazing... Oh, I mean, yeah, sorry. I, I'll carry on because um, I could just sit here for hours and critique every decision they made. But she's kind of in their war room and then this massive battle ensues on Planet Doom between all of the players, it seems to be, although there's not that many. Um, all the players that are <laughs> on um, that go to the Oasis and between IOI and IOI are trying to protect this castle um, that is at the start protected by a force field from this level 99 thing that obviously... Magic item. Yeah. Yeah. That Artemis manages to go up to and whisper sweet nothings to and it disintegrates. <laughs> with um, a drone. She had a, a drone. magic drone. Yeah, she had a, a magic... slave. Every slave is issued with a drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to get those selfies. Yeah. Um, so that goes down and then there's this just big battle between lots of IOI people and pretty much every single video game character, film character, anyone you might have seen at any point, all the extras, um, stage crew, anyone is put into it and then it's just shooting. <laughs> just just pointless, pointless shooting. Um, it is good, easy action to watch. Is there any kind of interest in it no not for me personally it was there was no threat to the main characters because he's driving a fucking delorean through this field of death everyone else seems to oh it's just i just didn't understand how they seem to be these amazing pro gamers um that could do anything they wanted and it was just it made me want to watch lord of the rings but the battle between Sauron and the army where Sauron gets his ring cut off his hand. That's what it made me want to watch. And I thought about that film and I thought that film would be fucking great. Like a prequel to Lord of the Rings. I'd really enjoy that. That's what that's where my thought process went in this big kind of climatic. You are you are aware that Amazon are making that TV yeah. show. Yes, I am. <laughs> so you know. They need to hurry okay. up. Yeah. I mean that, that sequence made me want to watch Iron Giant. Like the bit where his like gun arm comes out, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" At the end of Iron Giant, he's like a mass murderer killer, isn't he? And, oh and yeah, yeah, forgot about that. Really cool action sequence. Uh, so it made me want to watch Iron Giant. Um, you just you just wish that they'd used some of that money. You wish they'd used some of that money to hire a director who could really provide them with a quality bit of action sequence. Maybe like the person who did the opening sequence to Save a Private Ryan, um, or, or, or the person who maybe, maybe brought them the, uh, the, the, the incredible special effects that was, that was featured in um, Jurassic Park. Uh, or yeah. maybe the the, the the tense kind of thriller aspects that that was that was that you could see in a film like Jaws. Um, yeah, they don't be good aspects just, to put into this film. If only they just got somebody with that pedigree. Yeah, so a bit more experience. Bit more experience. Yeah, it's one of his Shouldn't first films, isn't rookie. it? You know, it's Shouldn't um, <laughs> he's finding his feet. He's he's learning what's good. No, um, so we're going to see big things from him in the future. So just quickly talking about Spielberg, um, 
there's an interesting note. I went onto a website that told me interesting facts to make it look like I'd done research on this film. Um, nice. All the, send me a link. <laughs> all the facts are um, not that interesting. There was about six that were interesting. Um, one of them was that he didn't want to use his own films as um, pop culture references in his film because that would be too self-indulgent. Not that it already wasn't a massive... <laughs> self-indulgent orgy of Spielberg's brain. Um, He said this was his third most complicated film to make behind Jaws being number one, Saving Private Ryan being number two, and then this third. And I just think compared to some of the other films he's made, it shouldn't have been at all. (laughs) It has to, it has to to be his worst film. This has to be his worst film. Yeah. Yeah. Surely. Well, you look at, I mean, I I, I can't think of other films he's made that, I don't at least appreciate in some way. Um, but this is Tintin. I haven't, Tintin I, I haven't seen bad. it. haven't seen it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch it now, but like super eight, he did super eight, didn't he? No. Oh, that's a good film. Though. So, Spielberg so Spielberg also, I, swear, yeah, I swear he was involved with it. Wasn't he? He pro- yeah, he's so, produced so a he, lot of stuff. He produced it, and it, it, it's famously kind of known that he 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 took over the the, the ending of the film. Yeah, I love that the film. ending of the film. Is, something about is, that film. The, yeah, it's I, one of them. I really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> set in the eighties. Set in the eighties, guys. Stranger Things before <laughs> Stranger Things was there, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, this must be his worst. I mean, it's it's one of it's genuinely probably one of the worst films i've seen um that's, i really don't enjoy it that's a strong claim I, I, I don't shit talk films much but i really don't enjoy this film because i think it's just so insulting it's just so stupid it's so nonsensical and when like like matt said when you consider how much money was spent there's just no excuses. Yeah, had a, it's not like some some indie film that I'm going to give a chance because they've really put their heart and soul into it. It's a big, massive blockbuster yeah. with fucking. The budget was between 150 to 170 million. So yeah, it's, fuck that. They've got a bit of money to spend on it. Yeah, um, they did. How much did it make? I don't know if you know. That. I did not see that. Um, that would have uh, involved me typing something again, and I'd already exhausted my interest. Um, but I it, bet they made it back, though. I feel like the number off the top of my head is three hundred million in the first week. I've gambled. Um, A worldwide total of five hundred and eight, five hundred eighty-two point nine million. Three hundred of that was made in the first week. So you don't know what fact, the scary thing? Uh, don't fact check it. No, in America, it did not make its money back. Mm. But you know, you know what the scary thing is with that worldwide take we're probably going to get a sequel because the second books come out and (laughs) the the people who have read the book said the book was shit so this time we're going from shit book to shit film although you say that you say they're (laughs) not making it i don't think they will because if you take what 170 million times it by two for marketing and distribution they barely made uh, that much money on this film compared to Compared to other things, so they changed the release date of it as well because it was meant to come out when Jedi uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi came out. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know which one that was. Which one was it? 
The Last Jedi. That was the second one, the Ryan Johnson one. Okay. The one that's really shit, but there's that bit where a starship goes for another starship, and it's fucking awesome. That's um, yeah. I mean, they're both in the same spectrum of um, <sighs> poorness. Um, this, this is worse. This is worse. Oh, you think? Yeah, it's another time. We got we got other times for the yeah. Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's not yet fucking. But Star Wars right, things. so the very end of this film, they've had this big epic battle, and um, the whole time there's this one guy playing. What was the game? Oh, I can't. I can't remember. He's adventure. adventure. This 80s arcade game where he completes it and for his reward, he falls through the ice and dies. Um, so really unfulfilling kind of <laughs> reward for him. Um, and he only gets a brief half a second of elation before he falls through. Um, obviously, Parsifal comes up and goes, well, I know how to do this. It's obvious that you go in to this dark room where you find something in the game and that's where it's hidden. And now I've got the third key from Gandalf and I go in and I go through to sign a contract, um, which I don't sign because he wants me to sign it. And that would mean what? If he signed the contract, he'd suddenly go, well, no, I know you found everything, but you can't have it. Like At which point would, but, at which point would Ben yeah. Mendelssohn step in and go, I'm not going to sign and yeah. then just win. Exactly. That would be brilliant, uh, wouldn't it? That's, that's what I didn't get. I was like, oh, well, you know, he's, I just, yeah. And then they go through to his childhood bedroom where him and his younger child self, or possibly his child, um, never specifies. Um, I just he does, he does say it's him when he was a kid. Did he? Fair enough, that shuts me yeah. up. Um, but yeah, they're both just sat. how much we were all paying attention. Yeah, I, by this point, I was just clinging on. Um, it's, yeah, it goes to that, and then he produces an egg from under his bedside table or something. This egg that he's misplaced, which I think is probably trying to be like, oh, it's a fun little character play of, you know, he's a bit lackadaisical. He, you know, misplaced things. He's just in his own head. But I just thought, fucking hell, this, this whole thing, this whole thing's been leading up to finding an egg, and you've somehow misplaced it in this very small room. Bullshit. But, um, and based on the character traits he shows off, he would not misplace anything ever in his life. No. Can we? Yeah. Can we? Can we briefly press on this without? Obviously, I want to be very respectful, but Halliday is autistic, clearly. So right. The the mannerisms so he displays it, would suggest that he is. Yeah. 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 So is it then insulting to never say that he is? Bear in mind, I'm saying that he is. Because of the way he acts, and maybe that's bad of me. Maybe that's I. I'm putting a prejudice on there. But the way he acts is so clearly. It's like it's playing off of that sort of Sheldon Cooper type thing. Yeah. That like, oh, look how funny and quirky he is. And it's like, yeah, you know, I kind of he, he is an interesting character. Halliday is an interesting character, but I feel like it's almost offensive to give him these traits and 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 character traits that you would say align with an autistic person and then not say he is like the way he struggles with social situations and, and uh, the whole thing with the the woman and, and that he pushed his friends away when he shouldn't have all, all this stuff. I don't know. I just feel like there could have been another layer to this character that they seemed to exploit anyway, without even giving it the time of day to say, this is what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I it's yeah. it does. It just kind of gives you these hints that he 
could be autistic and a lot of the mannerisms he displays and the way he interacts with other people and the way he talks. Um, but yeah, they don't ever say that he is and stuff. I don't know if I have a problem with that. I don't know. It's not something I really thought into. Um, but I don't know if it's, that's what he's meant to come across as, or it was just a poor performance, um, from the actor. Um, it was meant to be Gene Wilder that played him. Um, but he, mm, that would have he been refused. Um, which he refused, yeah, because because he read <laughs> he read the script. And was like, Fuck this shit. So yeah, there was a there was kind of an analogy <laughs> where they played him off as similar, like these film. This film was similar to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, as in Parsifal is Charlie, this downtrodden right. young person, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then obviously you've got the eccentric older gentleman who's inviting people into this world, and you have to pass all these tests and it's not actually about passing the test it's about being a better person and wanting the right thing to continue this so yeah i don't know whether that's why they wanted him um but luckily for him he said no <laughs> luckily for him <laughs> yeah um, right let's talk about um, the ending it's it's okay so the ending is uh the whole time this fight's been going on in the real world, they've been driving their van around with two cars just nonchalantly smashing into either side of them. People jumping. As people, as people run around in the streets with VR goggles on, as we all know how VR works, yeah. and that's how it works. Yeah, massively, <laughs> yeah. massively flawed idea there that they're just. <laughs> this VR is. It's in the future, so I gave them the benefit of the doubt that all the VR just. It's just a headset. It's all inbuilt. With, it's in the future, but it's in the eighties. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but you need a treadmill, apparently. <laughs> Use it. Yeah, you do it. And you need a full body Unless suit. You're out in the street and then you're fine. You need a full body suit where you can feel every touch, even your genitals. And they're saying that that's never been exploited for sexual means. They never address yeah. that part. <laughs> that's a bullshit part. I'm sorry. There is yeah. many people she, in games. She, she does. She. She literally exploits. She literally rubs it. Rubs yeah, but there's no, game. There, there's no game. There's no game like GTA there, Strip there, Club. There is. There is a point actually where they're there showing is. off Las Vegas world or something. A motel. And there's like a shady motel with a lips ah. and a you know, a finger in front of the lips where it's kinda of like, shh, don't don't tell. And he references it so like hardly oh, talks yes. about it. No, sorry. As if I he's never gone for a virtual shag. Yeah. I, I, I'm fully in belief <laughs> that everyone virtual shags in this world. He says they do everything in there. So yeah. shagging as well. It only makes sense. Yeah, demolition man. Where was the scene with Ty linked up to his virtual reality fleshlight? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> in, in his in his little disused van. Says, yeah, yeah, he probably did. The fact that he gets chloroformed in his van at one point, I just thought, well, that's a fitting use for that. Yeah, yeah. But the ending is, yeah, they're driving through the city. Um, IOI are trying to kill him in the real world, not hiding it very well because they're driving into the side of the van. There's that the woman, uh, oh Christ, what's her name? Finale um, jumps into their van and gets beaten up by everyone in kicked, there. Kicked out. Yeah, well. she gets kicked out. She just it's brutal how she hits the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> it's like, he puts out a message that they're going to the stacks and that they're going to need help. Um, they get all the way to the stacks. And the people 
stand in it's just sorry this is just they stand in front of sorrento and sorrento brings out a gun and they go all right yeah (laughs) at this point there is about 100 to 200 people stood around sorrento he has himself with a handgun and they all just part there's this mob that they've they know has destroyed a part of their community and killed members of their community. And this this is a trailer park in Columbus. Yeah. The only Columbus I know is what, Ohio, is it in America? Yeah, yeah it's in Ohio. I think some of them are armed. Yes. I think probably some of them are armed. And he just goes, Yeah, I just I've got a gun. And they go, Oh yeah, all right. And they all just watch as he opens up. And then he opens the door, goes to shoot shoot them all, and he's fake sees the egg because <laughs> He's in the real world, but Parsifal's still in CGI land. And he's holding this golden egg, but his hands are glowing in the real world because his skin suit is touching the egg. So that glows gold. And then, Which, by the way, his skin suit, his uncle brother son was wearing when he was blowed up in the, in the stacks. <laughs> you know what? That's a fantastic so point. He, do- he doesn't have that skin suit. Bollocks. Yep. No. Nope. Sorry, carry on. No, that's fine. Um, forgot about that also coming back to that the lady that lived underneath him the old woman um whose house was at the bottom of their stack she appears at the end of the film so clearly she was out for a walk or something when it was blown up um didn't didn't notice yeah no she turns up again um and yeah it's he just goes oh god it's such a beautiful moment and i think it's this moment that's meant to be him reflecting on the goodness of gaming and what it means to everyone and oh what have i become and then please turn up they get out of the car, they walk up, they go, do you want to drop the gun? He goes, all right. And that's it. <laughs> and then uh, the, then, he, then he basically, they sign over um, Simon Pegg, who plays a couple of characters. Um, he, was, he was like a co-creator of the Oasis. He signs over their, the Oasis to them and takes a 25 cent kind of... Uh, Paycheck from them, because it's a quarter, and that's how gaming started in the eighties. Um, well, it's because he gave him the quarter. I know. He gave him the extra life. Which, yeah, yeah that's it's that's it's also. Still bollocks, I agree. Um, but yeah, and then he shares it with his clan called the High Five. Are they called the High Five? High Five, uh, which is terrible, <laughs> terrible clan name. Meant to be a reference to a joke that isn't really a joke, which is no one will high five or touch him. It's, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what were your opinions oh, of it, of the ending? Do we? Do, uh, I've I've run out of words. It's similar, similar to the rest of the film. Um, it's pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like they just gave up. For, for, yeah, they, yeah, they, they they'd stop caring. Everyone, everyone yeah. viewer, yeah. filmmakers. I think everyone was just like, "Oh gosh, we're at two hour twenty. Even it, it seemed. <laughs> but we finish this now. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, go it on. Even <laughs> it even seemed like Ben Mendelsohn just went. You know, I'm done. I'm done with this. I can't be asked. Yeah. Have have the fucking thing. Whatever. I'm done. He but, must have been so annoyed to be in a Spielberg film, and it's that yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's Everyone. great. He's, he's a great actor. Think about the 
It's amazing. Think about the, think about the, the lead actor. Like, you, you, you what else? Music, what, else is, um, what else is tie in that I know? Him from? He's, in, he's, he's in. He's in X Men. X Men. He's in X Men, which I imagine you've seen him. He's 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 the new Cyclops. He is. He, yeah. So I, 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 shit. I, I I don't mind him yeah. that, but there's something he's in where he's actually good in it. Mud. Have I swear mud? it's uh, it, it might be mud. I think it's um Joe Stanford Prison Experiment or something, or it might be uh. Wild animals. Deadpool that weird... You're thinking of a different person. Yeah, I'm, you're thinking of a different actor. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. So for me, he's Miles Teller. Not yes, thank you. I thought in this film yeah. until I started looking yeah. back at it, I was like, Miles Teller, he's fantastic. I loved him in this <laughs> and watched it, and I was like, nope, he wasn't in this at yeah. all. He is, yeah, budget by Miles Teller. Yeah. Um, but but imagine being cast in your first Spielberg film. Like you're gonna be like, this is the this is my career. It's gonna I'm gonna explode. I'm gonna be the next biggest thing. And then this is it. Nope. <laughs> you'd be livid. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be like, really? Bless him. Come on, Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Just bring the bring the shark back. Where's ET? <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, oh, Jesus, man. Come on, you made Indiana Jones. Yeah, (laughs) you made Indiana. Like, how is it this bad? (laughs) Uh, That's not even the ending. We haven't even got to the juicy bit of the ending. Yeah, the the, the ending for me, where he says, "Oh, and we've closed down the Oasis on Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays because people need to spend more time in real world." And it's like, yeah, well, now you've got your fit girlfriend and your massive fucking apartment. I imagine that's very convenient for you, but there are still people living in caravan towers <laughs> who on Tuesdays and Thursdays have fuck all to do. Yeah, it's... So just end up living a miserable existence. So, I thought that. I yeah. thought, what about if I was at work, kind of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got Tuesday and Thursday. Shall I have a game with the lads? No, I won't. I'll sit down and look at the wall in my caravan I can't have, hut. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't have a game with the lads because Ty's shagging his girlfriend. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought there was a better way to do it's, that. Maybe do like time just, limits or yeah. something like that. Maybe you yeah, can it's, only... It's, it's, just, it's just another thing where they've had a thought and every single exec producer in the room went, yeah, that'll do, yeah. <laughs> it's and Friday. The last they thought it was Friday it. at half four and they all wanted out and they just went, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just... That's how we should end just it. Just film the scene, Steve. Just film the fucking scene. Yeah. yeah. And also, what do, point do what we're paying you for, Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what point Bring us some money in. <laughs> what point in the film makes you go, oh, I should spend more time in reality as well? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that point. If anything, he owes everything to being in virtual reality. Online. Everything he earns, yeah. everything he wins at the end is from that game. Yeah. So why would His he spend friends, less time there? The, yeah. the girlfriend, everything's yeah. from online. I struggled so. with how the money from where they won it there transferred to real life because they didn't explain that either, um, as far as I'm aware. So, uh, yeah, he did win everything there and there was no incentive to leave because it looks amazing and obviously he's living in... Well, he's not. Where does he live? His van? When this is going on, he, see, he he seems to live in some nice. It looks like maybe it's the place where he gets taken by the horribly deformed woman. Oh yeah, um, 
Who by who by the way we mentioned that she's deformed. We're not taking the piss out of a deformed person here. She has a birthmark on her face and acts as if she is horribly deformed. That's what we're taking the piss out of. Um, so it might be in that apartment that he gets taken to. Right. So I think we'll just get everyone's kind of. I've got a few questions to ask at the end. A little bit of lightheartedness afterwards, just to ease up on the onslaught of criticism and depression that this film has induced i'm full of rage i'm full of rage now luke and this is your i yeah i i started this podcast saying i thought it was okay and now (laughs) 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 this is angry (laughs) but if it makes you feel any better i thought i didn't mind it till i watched it the second time it was fucking Oh, that was disappointing evening and morning. I've got, I've got to go upstairs. I've got to go upstairs to my wife. Me and her watched this together. We went. We went. Yeah, all right. And I've got to tell. I've got, I've got to break it to her that what, what we what we lied to. Get really angry. We were completely lied right, to. Um, you convinced me this was a good film. You bloody yeah. idiot woman. Yeah, this is your fault. Um, uh, dear me. Um, so I just wanted. The boys have just ripped me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> you made me look like a right twat. <laughs> I'm the one with the degree. Um, um, I just wanted a quick kind of overall opinion of um, what people thought of this film. I think you've given it, but just a little bit of a summary. Just bear in mind this film. I've got to do the IMDb ratings again because I'm going to bring that up every episode we do, even if no one likes it. Um, this was a strong 7.5 out of 10, which is higher than the last film we watched, Fuck Shimmer Lake. Uh, Jesus, is it really? Yep. That might be the highest rating of a film we've watched on this podcast so far. Fucking hell. Um, so just your ratings and a quick little synopsis of why, why you feel that. Liam? Um, I'm going to give it a three out of 10 because effects department be doing some work. They really do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's a film that is almost entirely CGI and it looks good. Most of the time, most of the time it looks pretty good. And actually if they just lent into that more, I think I would have been happier. Um, but yeah, the rest is trash, and they've got no excuses. They've got the experience, they've got the money, they've got the fucking source material. Apparently, that's supposed to be good. The book, I haven't read it, but it's just yeah, it's just swing and a miss, and then worse than that, they swing, they miss, and then they beat your face in with a baseball bat. Shit. <laughs> Um, right, good to know. Uh, Callum, uh, two. Um, the yeah, the only saving grace is the special effects and the hundred of hundreds of artists that did a very good job there. <clears throat> but the film is just a trash fire from scene to scene. Doesn't know what it's doing. Doesn't know how to build up characters. Like none of these people seem like real people they're all just stereotypes um the stereotypes of 80s video gamers set 60 years later but that's one of the biggest problems with this film is that it's just in this nostalgia dump um to get your fucking 
brain chemicals going. It serves, it serves absolutely no purpose in the conversation of anything. <laughs> wow, yeah. that was almost poetic in the way you delivered that. Um, it was. That was moving. <laughs> that is the most passionate I've ever seen you about anything. Thank you, thank you. And the least passionate at the same time. <laughs> it was a cold, calculated manner to him. Um, yeah. So, Matt, uh, any any difference on that i feel i know where this is going i'd say at the start of the podcast it was probably a five um it's now probably a three i think that it, unfortunately yet again you just got to add it to the giant stack of films that have really fucked up making a video game based film yeah um the there are the although is there actually one that they've done well who knows um but yeah, they had an opportunity to do something really cool. Um, but if you like the sound of this film, go watch um, go watch Wreck It Ralph 2. Yeah, cracking film. Yeah. Or it's, Spy Kids it's 3D. Good. Also yeah. a good film. Yeah. It's genuinely, yeah. Yeah. it yeah. depicts video games better than this film. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's I seem ridiculously kind of generous. I gave it a five and that was for the CGI and just the fact that that was... All right. Um, from what I've said, is that the first time? First time you watched it, you gave it five, or the second time? I think half. Uh, I kind of made that decision yesterday, halfway through. I thought it'll get, <laughs> it'll get to a five. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that's that's my favorite thing is is to rate a movie halfway through. That's that's um, this good. is why we have him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly why we bring him to the podcast. After that, my. <laughs> <laughs> my interest dwindled uh, you know what no it is a four <laughs> it is i can't go lower than that but yeah it was um for me it just had so much promise it had so many aspects that i should really really enjoy in a game uh, film sorry the gaming aspect the kind of the sci-fi the cool kind of use of cgi that should all really interest me and all of it was just lacking and lacked direction and depth i thought the characters were weak and kind of non-existent um and i just thought yeah as you guys have said it wasn't particularly a good watch um i was surprised um that spielberg managed to make it so bad fuck yeah. it up mm. he fucked it up but, um, he fucked it up yeah but um there you go um so just to end on a bit of a lighter note i was wondering if you could make your perfect kind of video game just a brief overview of it. What would it be and kind of what would it be set in? Matt? Oh, shit. Um, perfect video game. Uh, Survival-based, um, ideally first-person shooter, but with, with building capabilities. Um, set uh, the, in, uh, Picking a world, I really like the Conan world. was really cool. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say kind of that survival base building, but also being able to go shoot people. Nice. Yeah, I'd like um, that. The components of that would be good fun. And then, and then set it in The Shining. 
Good idea. Fucking hell, that's got promise. That's fresh. That is. Let's. Uh, Some, somebody calls. Somebody call Spielberg. Get him on the blower. He's sold. Spielberg. I want to do first person shooter, but it's Conan, and it's set in The Shining. <laughs> I'm in. Somebody, somebody call Hanks. Hey, look! If this film had Tom Hanks in, it would instantly make it a seven for me. Um, yeah, it would be. Callum, what would yours be? Um, I, I have thought about it before. I think the thir- first time I came with a video game idea, it was uh, it was set in the Crusades <laughs> in, uh, Ooh, in the Middle yeah. East, and uh, it was because I watched a lot of BBC One's Robin Hood at the time. I, <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Every it time someone very... mentions the Crusades, I think of that exact <laughs> yeah. series. It's bad. Yeah. And um, the scene where he's on a cross in the desert, and I literally went, what? I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what the Crusades are, so I don't really understand. Um, but yeah, I read about it, and yeah, Crusades sounds, uh, seems like an interesting thing, because it's like, what is it, a 10-year war, something like that? So you got a lot to do there. Mm. Just, you know, a nice hack-and-slash system, um, basically for honor, but enjoyable. Yeah, that would essentially be the game. When's the Give first uh, nice Assassin's story. Creed set? It's the first Assassin's Creed to do with the Crusades. I think one of them. One has of them has been because I played it yeah. a bit or watched a video. Maybe probably would have been the first yeah. one. Actually. Well, the thing there were there were multiple Crusades, so it, like it's it's. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it takes because we like in, invading. I, I think the one that the Assassin's Creed is in, is in is in a later crusade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Robin Hood one, I think, is well, he's not real, but the Robin Hood one is specifically about. <laughs> Excuse taking... me. <laughs> just, just, oh, just, yeah, just, yeah, just, just from the the cities. You know, you're from <laughs> cities on <honor. laughs> we we we've, we've, we've been passionately insulting a film for an hour and a half, and that was the most <laughs> the most extreme <laughs> any of us have just looked <laughs> when somebody said that Nottingham, <laughs> Nottingham's famous Robin Hood wasn't real. We have a whole statue based on him. <laughs> <laughs> We have a whole energy company oh, based on it. That only went bust quite really? badly. Very badly, yeah. <laughs> well, Robin Hood. It was a terrible, terrible company. It was, yeah. Um, I think it's Jerusalem, though, that they fight for. In yes. Them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I also think, yeah, just, you know, you get as political and dark with it as you want, can't you? Yeah, that'd be. Um, I mean, they are pretty terrible. The Christians are. Yeah, yeah it was a pretty horrific time. Yeah, <laughs> there were some awful atrocities. <laughs> I mean, I think there's always room for us to to really shine a light on how awful the Christians were, because as much as we joke about it, it doesn't happen enough. It really does. Yeah. There is not a spotlight shined on the history of of uh, yeah especially stuff like it's, the Crusades. It's all looked on. I don't know much about it. My Quite. experience is Robin Hood, yeah. and Robin Hood is in them <laughs> and participating on arguably the bad side of them. Yeah. Uh, and I, and it's not depicted that way at all. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting saying, and it could really delve into some nasty stuff. Yeah, because it always looks favourably on it. I'm, History I'm really... does. It always shows us as these kind of... Yeah, coming to the rescue of freeing people, and it's that's not what it was. Yeah, yeah, reality. We 
you know, a lot of white Christians went across Europe and killed anyone that wasn't the same as them or didn't believe the same things as them, which, you know, is indefensible and horrific. And I think that would be, yeah, I'd like it to be a gritty game though. I wouldn't want it to kind of skirt around the issues. I want it to get like deep into them and really open your eyes to them. Yeah, that's probably I'm the really... biggest problem with Assassin's Creed in any setting. It doesn't really. It's more about the assassins than what's yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. I'm really glad we're spending this lighthearted segment discussing the Crusade. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's taken. We, yeah, it's, it's, it's not gone the direction I thought it would. Bring you back down. <laughs> um, so, Liam, your, your ideal game. Mate, that's a hard question. I know, it that wasn't is. meant to be easy, and I sprung it on that's you because bit, I wanted to see you think on your feet. That's a big, massive question, and my God, I've never needed a piss more than I do right now. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I had four beers, so I'm very full of piss. Um, <laughs> so, perfect game. It's, 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 it's essentially like um, a sort of GTA but sci-fi that's that's my dream that it's it's jack 2 it's jack 2 but it's modern and bigger and it's flying cars and it, but done well i don't know Sci- sci-fi is surprisingly there's no open world sci-fi game that i can think of that runs like a gta if rockstar announced they were doing a sci-fi ip I'd be fucking buzzing. I'd be so ready for it because I love their game systems. They're kind of deep, especially in like Red Dead 2, like the way you have a horse and stuff like that and you store your weapons on it and you have a camp and all that sort of stuff. If you use that, I know that's not very sci-fi, having a horse. but um, have lasers. <laughs> but if you had that, but it was a flying car, sick. <laughs> I thought you were going to say flying Blade. horse. Flying horse. <laughs> Flying horse, yeah. yeah. Basically, Blade Runner, but GTA. That would uh, that do me yeah. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a game in development at the moment. Uh, it's called Cyberpunk, Good yeah? and Evil. Oh, no, okay, sorry. No, not Cyberpunk. No? Unfortunately, <laughs> Cyberpunk, even though it's released, I'm still going to have to wait a while to play the game as it was intended, it seems. Um, no, there's a game called Beyond Good and Evil 2 which is literally that. It's like GTA, but sci-fi. So, yeah, that. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to be honest in public, I'm sad enough. I've got Pinterest board after Pinterest board of ideas for a video game, even though I spend no effort attaining <laughs> the skills or profession to make a video game. I am planning one, so (laughs) who knows when you'll see it? Probably never, but if you want to follow me on Pinterest, feel free. No, that's a, I would definitely be down for that. I had big hopes for cyberpunk that it would be everything you're kind of describing. And um, yeah, it just got, got to the point when I was stuck in the shipping container on my bike with my head through the other side, it just got to the point where I was like, I don't know if I can continue with this anymore. And then my bike bunny hopped every time I went to a car park, my bike would bunny hop for no reason. Um, Yeah. I I lost a motorbike behind a vending machine on that game. (laughs) And um, 
and it got rid of the entire car park next to the apartment building. Oh, nice. The whole building just disappeared, <laughs> uh, and I f- fell through the floor. So, yeah, I, I'm the same. I was very much looking forward to it. I still haven't really, yeah, it's, played it properly, it feels like. You know, they're um, all games that I would definitely uh, play. What about you? What, what, what would you make, Luke? Uh, so my oh mine would be really sad and nerdy. Um, so I'm a big fan of kind of <laughs> FIFA 22. <laughs> yeah. FIFA where I don't get beat by 12 year olds all the time. <laughs> I just want to be good again. Um, no. Um, so mine would be probably a first person shooter, but I would want it set in World War Two, and I want the whole kind of um, it would be boring, simply boring to everyone apart from me i want the full i've got to training i'm going through basic training i'm learning it i'm i'm gelling with my squad mates i'm knowing who they are i'm developing deep detailed storylines and emotional connections with this character and then we go to war and there is no kind of set story on who dies or stuff there is you're ducking and diving there can be anyone that dies in your squad and then you've got to deal with that basically what i sound like i'm going to do is give myself ptsd because i've just thought about it <laughs> and um yeah i'm gonna yeah no i don't think that'd be a very good game but i've committed to what I, the sentence i was saying so i'm going to continue with that a world war ii game that goes really in depth with story and detail and then inevitably when someone dies i get quite upset um because i still am upset by call of duty Number two, I think, there's a character called Brooklyn. Spoiler alert, it came out in about 2003, but just in case anyone's thinking of playing it. Um, Brooklyn, he dies. Formed an emotional connection with him, didn't I, when I was about 12? That was a mistake. Uh, so, yeah, um, <laughs> some sort of in-depth war game. Like I say, simply boring for other people, but um, would give me the full immersive experience of it. Um, but not a simulation because I'm not great at games and I wouldn't want to get out of the boat on D-Day and have game over because that would... Yeah. I, and I wouldn't have permadeath on either because I, I don't think... Once you play that basic training, I don't think you're going to want to go back through it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen you play tutorials and... You don't have much. You don't have much patience for them. So I'm a little surprised who say that. But everything else checks in. I mean, a, a game where any of the characters could die, and it's not scripted, is in, is a really interesting yeah. idea. And I feel like if a game did that, so there was brothers like a game, brothers in arms, Hell's Highway. You controlled the squads, but and they could die. And I really enjoyed that kind of the controlling and marking where they're going. But they did come back. That was such yeah, a good game. Yeah, it was game. fantastic. And they always talked about doing a sequel. That was such a good game. But they never did. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah. the characters came back the next time. So I just thought there was not that much of a risk into it. Um, but yeah, yeah, something that, yeah, I just want an immersive game. I'm, oh, Mass Effect does that. Does At it? the end of Mass Effect, most of your crew can die. Okay. If you don't, if you don't do enough missions for them, they can die. And Detroit become human. Any of those three people you play as, they can die in the. Okay. Actually, no, can they? I don't know. I'm halfway no, through that I, game. I did die as one of them, and he just comes back because he's a robot, okay. as all of them are. So yeah, forget that. It's, um, but yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Well, um, that wraps that up. Uh, it didn't really get much more lighthearted with the questions. We talked about crusades <laughs> and. Um, 
people being shot to death on the beaches of Normandy. Um, but yeah, well, um, everyone out there, um, if you're thinking of watching this film, don't. Um, it is from <laughs> from the four of us. I think we can say it's 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 not one to watch. It really does not do much for you. And even if you're having a lazy afternoon, you'll probably still pause it like I did and have to watch it the next day. Um, but I just want to say thanks for listening and thank you to you guys. And I don't know what film we're watching next next time. Have we decided? Yes, Matt. Is it a toss up between Project Icarus and Meg? Oh, uh, yeah, and Netflix just, just put Ghostbusters on, didn't they? Oh, Which one, the, the new sensation. one or the old one? No, the first one. I've never seen the original. it. What? Never seen Ghostbusters. No, not properly. How? Oh, well, then we're doing it. Then we're doing it. Okay. We're doing it. I'm quite happy to do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're doing it. Ghostbusters. There you go. So we'll be watching Ghostbusters next um, time. You you're gonna you're gonna have an hour of me just fanboying the shit over over Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I like that film a lot. You're a big <laughs> you're a big uh, you're a big uh, Bill Murray fan as well, aren't you? So. I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which so might be fair. So yeah. I, I I'm up for. It. I've always had the intention of watching it. I've just never done it. Um, and I, it's one of those films where you're like, I feel like I've seen it because I know so much about it through parodies and everything else, but. Yeah, I had it on VHS growing up. Old school. I'm literally going to piss myself. Yeah, I am also going to. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you, bye. <laughs>